T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And real soon, I don't I don't know when UConn football gets started started in earnest but i mean i know my my kids playing youth football in simsbury this this fall and they get started august 1st i couldn't believe it i said really do i have to do we have to have them on the football field three days a week and at the first of august it just sounds like a lot but that's what they're doing and if he wants to play he's got to show up uh when it comes to uconn though this relationship between football and basketball and National sports, it's its a big topic, a really important topic. Actually, I would argue even for non-sports fans in the state of Connecticut just because there's, just, there's a lot of money at stake and it's our flagship state university. I'm Mike Anthony from Hearst Media joining us on Brian and Company. Mike, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. How's it going? Good. So I laid it out, you know, for people. I mean, and, and it's old hat for you, but uh, not everyone's following it as closely. You know, there's a lot of rumors about the Big 12 and – you know, everyone's got to do these conference realignments because when a couple schools leave, then you got to fill it and you got to figure out how to stay relevant so you can continue to get the big TV contract. And, you know, I'll start with this Big 12 chatter. I mean, how, you know, how much should people be paying attention to it? I mean, is this it's not a viable option in the sense that they haven't been invited. But I mean, how legitimate a possibility is it? I think it's. I think there's some fire under the smoke. UConn went down the road with trying to um, gain entry, gain, gain an invitation to the Big 12 several, several years ago, but nothing ever came to fruition. The conference decided not to expand, period, in that cycle. And that portion of this game of musical chairs what it, is what this whole thing feels like, conference alignment, musical chairs. It's just ongoing and ongoing and will continue well into the future. But it's, it just kind of feels like there's some fire under the smoke this time uh, in that the Big 12 actually is, is pretty motivated and positioned to do something. I think they're, they're targeting Colorado as a member. Um, they would want to add another school. It looks like UConn, for a lot of different reasons, could be a viable option for them this time. So what could happen to, to shape their athletic future or nothing could happen, and that would shape their athletic future because it would remain status quo. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you. There's so many – like, but why would they want UConn? Well – the the commissioner is is said now a lot of this is just based based on um a lot of speculation out there um very few people will speak directly to this issue uh with the media and on the record so um there's a lot of speculation but some of that speculation has to do with the fact that the big 12 now is valuing two things um Further strengthening men's basketball, and it has been a, a heck of a men's basketball conference in recent years. In fact, it's been, uh, depending on how you rate it out, it's been the best conference over the past four years. 
And before the before UConn won its title this past year, Baylor and Kansas out of the Big 12 had one national championship. So they look at adding UConn men's basketball as a another shot in, in the arm to that to that uh, product. Um, they also value a Northeast footprint. I mean, a lot of these conferences are kind of going national now. And if you add a UConn, that pulls the Big 12 out, obviously, into a to a massive Northeast market. Yeah, I mean, geographically, you know, on the one side, you could say it doesn't make a lot of sense because most of the teams are far away. But if you really are viewing this from a national, exp- you know, it's not like the old days when we were little and the pack, you know, the Pac-10 was in the West and the Big Ten was in the middle and the ACC was in the Southeast. And, yeah, you know, I mean, that's how it was. But that really isn't the case anymore. We're talking with Mike Anthony from Hurston. You can read his stuff. You can go to, you know, whether it's CT Post or, um, you know, on CT Insider and what have you. I, I wanted to ask your opinion like basically i think that it's okay for you as long as jim moore's there they're going to be okay in football they might not the upside might be more limited but i think uconn's a hoop school and yeah and and there's a lot of simplicity with travel even though it's gotten more complicated as they've moved westward but you know i i just don't think football I don't know how to what degree college football is going to work out here on the big time stage i mean i was yeah, I grew up it's still an unknown yeah, I mean, I grew up with Flutie and everything else in Boston, and you know, even even post Flutie, they couldn't fill that stadium some nights. So, I, what do you think? Like, take your journalistic hat off for a second. I mean, what do you think about it? Well, I think you know, if you look at it from the two different sides, the Big Twelve has to hope that UConn continues to improve in football. Um, Jim Moore came in last year and at least made the program and the team competent. Um, they were six and seven. It's not like, you know, they went twelve and one and won a bowl game or anything. But they took a huge step in the right direction, considering that you could argue that they were the worst program in America over the, the years preceding that. Um, so the conference would have to hope that uh, UConn gets better and better in football, more in, more interest therefore grows in UConn football. On UConn's side, you you have to consider any move um, with the first thought being the protection and preservation of the strength of, of UConn men's basketball. You can't do anything like this um, while thinking, well, we're going to take, we're going to take a hit in basketball, but we'll be okay. You have to, you have to think we can go to the big 12 and be fine in men's basketball. Now, I'll, now look, they just won a national championship. The program's back in a great spot. They have a great coach who they just signed to a massive contract. I think the program will be fine, but that doesn't mean there won't be challenges for it. There's, there's real travel challenges that, that coaches and, and players don't really care for. There's probably a different recruiting footprint for Dan Hurley and his staff to operate within. Um, but, you know, then again, you think, uh, all right, you tell Dan Hurley he can't go out and win in the Big 12. I think I think you'll find someone very motivated to do so. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think on a nightly basis, you'd be more challenged, right? I mean, I think the depth of the conference is probably there. I mean, do you think Dan Hurley, and again, you're not speaking for him, and maybe you have some, some, some intel, I don't know, but is it is something that he'd be okay with? I, I truly don't know that. Um, I haven't I haven't spoken to him about it. I've, I've asked him about it. He hasn't really entered the conversation here. So I don't I I can't pretend to to know what's going on inside his mind. I just know that anyone everyone who addresses the issue says, "Oh, I could see both sides of it." You know, no one no one from UConn, the principal players at UConn and at the state level, haven't weighed in to say this is absolutely what we should do. 
I know there's going to be motivation to join the Big 12 or Power 5 conference if, a, if an invitation comes this year or any time in the future. But, uh, but, yeah, there's some real questions to consider. As far as what Dan's thinking, I don't know. I think he's probably just worried about his own program right now and running it at a nationally elite level, which it's reached. Um, if it came to competing in the Big 12, I don't think there's any reason why he and his program couldn't, couldn't compete and win out of that conference. Uh, just two more quick questions here. We're talking with Mike Anthony. I, I'm curious with all the money involved, with it'd be millions more in travel. If the if the conference remains viable in football, the money on the upside is such that it would still be really worth it. Yeah, um, you're talking about pulling in an extra thirty or forty million dollars a year. Um, but there, you know, this, that's a complicated situation as well because you wouldn't get full payment immediately it would be it, it depends on how the agreement would be drawn up and how negotiations so to speak would go but UConn would kind of um, inch its way towards full membership over the years so it, it wouldn't be an, an immediate windfall um, and yeah they'd have to spend more in travel and they'd have to spend more period you have to spend more at that level to compete for instance UConn's football budget I don't have any numbers in front of me, but I think it was just shy of $20 million. Some of those programs are spending well over $20 million a year. So you're talking about investing more in your operation, period. So uh, it's more expensive there. You're bringing in more money, but you're, you're pushing out more money. You also have to consider that UConn's been ap- operating at this deficit that is subsidized by the, by the university for $40-plus million usually every year. So where does the additional money go? When, when, when UConn pulls in this extra money, can it just turn around and spend it to become a real Big 12 player? Or does the university say, well, look, we've been giving you all this money year in and year out. We're just going to take it, keep operating the same. You can't go to the Big 12 and keep the athletic department's budget at $80 million. Yeah. I mean, it'd have I think... to go up. You'd have to go north. You'd have to spend more. Right. And plus with football, you know, you'd have to – you'd have to draw more people because right now those conferences can spend a lot I and mean, those teams can spend a lot, but they're also selling out 60,000 seat stadiums every week there at home. And UConn's not doing that. So more money UConn spends, is not necessarily getting a return on it, you know, in terms of what's coming in lo- locally. My last question, we got about 30 seconds here, uh, Mike is you said, even if nothing happens, that's something that's happening. Like when do you, do you think there's any sense of a timetable? Yeah, in a general sense. I mean, I think I don't think any of these conferences want to go into events like media day events or football training camps with with any of these lingering things. So, really the first domino to fall is the is the Pac-12 TV deal. Because if if Colorado's to leave the Pac-12 for the for the Big Big 12, it's going to first have to consider what the pac 12 TV media rights deal is. Um, so from there, you'll have some movement. Um, but, yeah, I think the timeline is, is this coming month. I mean, football, UConn opens football camp, I believe, July 31st. So I assume it's the same for most schools across the country. The season opener is August 31st. So we are not far. This is all right around the corner. So I would think if something big is about to happen that changes the landscape again, it's going to happen in the next two or three weeks. Huh. I, didn't, I did not know that. I, I was, I'm reading his stuff right now. It's uh, ctpost.com. He's Mike Anthony. He knows his stuff cold. And uh, we appreciate add, the time. We, we much prefer ctinsider.com. I really okay. appreciate the shout-out, though. I, you know, I always get confused. 
Yeah. Like, no, I, know. I don't each, know. Each paper has its individual site, but uh, our anchor site, so to speak, is www.ctinsider.com. Yeah, and I, I use it extensively, so I didn't want to give short shrift to the CT post where I first found the piece, but uh, ctinsider.com, it's got, well, it's got everything in the Hearst universe, so, and it's a growing so, universe. Mike, you. have a great weekend. Thanks a lot. You too. Thanks for having me, as always. All right. Mike Anthony with Hearst Media. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.